0: Bronco.
1: Good afternoon and good evening rugby fans and welcome to episode seven of the DNVR Raptors podcast. I'm Colton Strickler and I'm uh, super pumped to bring you guys a conversation that I had with Colorado Raptors scrum half Nick Boyer today on the show. Nick is a guy who played he's played quite a bit of high level rugby um, whether that be in high school whether that be for Cal Berkeley uh, which is one of the better if not the best college rugby programs in the country. Um, he's played with the usa team a lot of seven stuff he's played with the uh excuse me san diego legion um the first two years of mlr and then now he's he's back with the raptors i say back because he played for the raptors on the amateur side the high level club stuff um before he went out to san diego to chase his seven dreams and and play at the legion so he's got played a lot of high level rugby um we get into all that on the conversation and and I think you guys will really enjoy getting to know him, getting to know about his background, getting to know about um, his rugby background, and yeah, a little bit of everything. So that's something uh, we'll get to in a sec. Um, yeah, so kind of give you guys an update on what the raps have been getting into uh, now that preseason's over. They wrapped up their preseason trip this last weekend with a trip to Austin to take on the. Formerly the Austin herd, but if you listen to the show yesterday, you know that Austin just changed their name to the Austin Gilgronis. Um, yeah, so they they wrapped up their preseason with a trip to Austin. Um, from everything that I've heard from everyone I've talked to, it sounds like it went well. Sounds like the Raptors started slow. Um, if you're following along with the score updates, they were down 14 seven and a half half, um, but they really came out at halftime on a mission. Got their act together a little bit and. Um, sounds like they scored some tries, controlled the game, they managed the game, and, and they ended up stealing a 22-21 victory, which is always good. you got to stack those wins, the ones stacked together. Uh, so they got some good momentum heading into the regular season. Um, but to give you a little update, the Raptors have this weekend off, so there will be nothing going on really um, in terms of playing and practicing and all that stuff. But there will be the Raptors rally, and that's where the players will be at. Um. So the Raptors Rally uh, sounds like a really cool event. If you're interested in coming out and meeting the team or checking out Infinity Park over here in Glendale, um, that's a place to do it. Tickets are thirty-five dollars. They'll include an open bar, catered snacks, all that fun stuff. So if you're looking to come meet some meet some of the guys, asking some questions, um, just see, really see the where they play. See the ballroom, all that type of stuff. You can find a link to all that on all the Raptors' social media. So if you just search Colorado Raptors on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, um, I've seen them pushing it. Uh, tickets are thirty-five bucks. Uh, there's only a hundred available for this event, so you'll you'll kind of have to hurry to buy them. But if you got nothing to do on Saturday, runs from two to five, and it'll be a great chance to kind of come familiarize yourself with the club and the team and all that stuff. So. Kind of getting a little bit back to Nick. I'll give you a background on kind of um, what, what kind of season he had last year. So he's a guy that's played um, in MLR since it was in, since its inception. So this will be his third year in the league. Um, he kind of talks about his, his path to the Legion. Um, so you'll hear that in the conversation. But um, I like talking to those guys because they've seen all the changes that, that the league has gone through since its inception. Um, so last year he scored six tries for the Legion. He carried the ball sixty-five times for five hundred seventy meters, and he also made seventy-nine tackles. So it gives you kind of an idea of what type of player he is. Um, guy makes a lot of tackles, carries the ball hard, and if you get him out in space, he can uh, he can take the distance for you. So. Uh, like I mentioned before, he's played a h- lot of high-level rugby. I think um, all that experience is going to be super valuable for the Raptors this season. I'm excited to see what kind of year Nick has. I'm excited to see what kind of year uh, the Raptors have as a whole. So I guess with that introduction, we'll go ahead and kick it on over to our conversation with Colorado Raptors scrum half Nick Boyer. All right, we're now joined on the show by Colorado Raptors scrum half Nick Boyer. Nick, how are you doing? I'm
0: doing well, Colton. How are you?
1: I'm good. Thanks for coming in. Um, nice so i mean right off the back right off the back luke uh white told me to ask you uh, about his black eye. he came in here with pretty big shiner on his face so i i gotta ask you that right off right off the bat here. <laughs>
0: yeah lukey he, uh, got a little excited during the contact drill decided to give me a Glasgow kiss you know head to head <laughs> contact so um i think i came out worse for wear but he's got a nice nice little bloody eye to show for it yeah. as well so <laughs> A glass
1: cow kiss is that what you called it i've never yeah. heard that
0: before i like that one of our scottish players johnny cuban actually coined that okay he, he gave me one earlier this year so
1: it seems to be yeah. a recurring thing <laughs> i have to get him on ask him about that that'll be the next one let's see yeah. all right nick so let's just jump right into it uh can you tell us a little bit about where you're from
0: yeah so uh born and raised in california raised in sacramento mm-hmm. which is typically a pretty big rugby area um both my parents played and they met at a rugby party so it was kind of oh yeah (laughs) predetermined that i'd be a rugby player Um, but i found it in middle school went to a a rugby camp fell in love with it my dad ended up co-coaching a team that year for um for youth and i played and then just took off from there played all throughout high school and college and obviously up there now so nice
1: yeah i like ride. i like particularly talking to americans about how they got into it um did you play any other sports when you were growing up
0: yeah yeah I just i was one of those kids that was kind of adhd so the parents are like <laughs>
1: <"Sports."> <laughs> yeah go go do something yeah
0: um but yeah soccer basketball baseball wrestling football yeah anything and everything so yeah
1: just stayed busy then huh mm-hmm. cool so then um i take you played throughout high school can you kind of tell me just the path from when you picked it up um, high school, college, like can you tell me about all that and just kind of where it's led you thus far?
0: yeah, yeah, so I was like I said, Sacramento was kind of an oddly big rugby hotbed, yeah, and I was lucky enough to go to a high school that was perennial powerhouse in the area Jesuit um they've had some of the some of the great eagles come out of there, like Lou Stanfield Colin Holly, Blaine Scully. oh yeah, um so I kind of followed in their footsteps, and that was a big motivation for me um all th- for, through all four years I was really dedicated to my to my rugby you know training after school and um, I always had an eye on playing in college that was the next big step for me mm-hmm. and I was also lucky enough that my family had a history with UC Berkeley um, okay as did the Jesuit high school rugby program yeah um, because as it turns out UC Berkeley or Cal is one of the best uh, collegiate programs historically for sure. in the nation so I was really set on going there and um, ended up playing well enough to the point where I got, I got looked at by Coach Jack Clark and given the opportunity to go to, to Cal and play for him. So my journey through high school led me to a really good university and yeah. one of the best rugby programs I could have been in domestically. Yeah. And I had an amazing four and a half years there, um, won some sevens titles and yeah. one 15s title and I was very grateful for the experience.
1: That's awesome. So I also know you played a little bit in England, didn't you? Is that right after Cal or when did kind of that come up?
0: Yes, yeah, so that was actually in between my I took an extra semester at Cal. Oh, nice. So I took the fall year off. Yeah. Um, and I went to England. So fall semester off and I went to England and uh, I had a contact there who was um, a president of a decent club yeah. in uh, Bedford, which is close to London. It's also during the World Cup, so it was cool. I got to go travel. Oh yeah, that and sounds see, awesome. Yeah, see the U.S. guys play, but it was good to get a different taste of um, of rugby culture, you know. So yeah. Cal was very organized yeah. and very professional, and then the club atmosphere was more focused on the community aspect of for it. Sure, but also the rugby was different, you know. It was a different yeah. brand of rugby, and it was good for me to kind of expand my playing horizons.
1: Is Is there one thing in particular that you learned that kind of sticks out in your mind from playing over there? Or that be on the field off the field anything really
0: yeah i mean obviously on the field um situational awareness Mm -hmm. a lot of american players problems at least from what i've seen is that we tend to kind of follow a script you know yeah the the football mentality or do whatever coach says my coach there was telling me hey like look whatever your decision is like you make it you own it and it's based on what you see around you i can't i can't feed you information from the sidelines so that definitely empowered my decision making and then off the field I just think the camaraderie was something new that I experienced, and brought it back with me a bit, and I really enjoy the rugby culture now. So
1: yeah, that's awesome. Cool. So I also know that you were a guy that played for the Raptors um, before you went over to the Legion. So um, could you kind of ta- this is a little bit of a homecoming for you in that sense, right? So could you kind of talk about just your, I mean, coming over here, the decision to to go over to San Diego, and just kind of what what that was all about.
0: Yeah, so when I graduated, um I want, I know I wanted to keep playing rugby at the highest level I could. Yeah. Um obviously national teams a huge aspiration of mine and um I was in the sevens setup. I went to a few sevens camps and um I ended up getting hurt in October 2016. I was doing a workout and I ruptured my pec tendon. So um that kind of put me on ice for a few months and I was back home recovering. I don't didn't really have any um he planned to be honest. I was just like, yeah, I'm get healthy again and play for rugby. Sure. And then I was playing touch over New Year's. And one of the guys who actually works for the Raptors now, Travis Haugen, um, he's one of my buddies I knew from back in the the sack rugby community. We, we started talking. He said, "Yeah, I'm living out in, in Glendale. They got this, you know, professional set up, and they're looking to gear up for something bigger." And so I said, "Hey, would that be a good place for me to go and kind of get back on my feet?" He said, "Yeah, sure. I'll put you in touch with the coach." So. I spoke with dave williams he brought me out here and, yeah uh, yeah i had a good seven months and got to play some some 15s for glendale and some sevens for the barbos and um the sevens resulted in me getting an invite back to the usa sevens and i just took that opportunity when it came because kind of a lifetime dream
1: yeah for sure and so that's kind of what take you back to san diego then is that yeah yeah sweet so then can you kind of talk a little bit about how the opportunity with the legion came about Because you were a guy, uh, this will be your third season in MLR2. you played since the beginning, right? So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, just kind of how you got over with the Legion and what that was like.
0: Yeah, that was was also kind of coincidental. I was playing with the Sevens full-time, and they're based in Chula Vista, which is just south of San Diego. And um, that same year, 2018, MLR started, and Legion was looking for players. And the coach knew Mike Friday, the USA coach, from coaching days back in England. So they set up a deal where any sevens players who weren't actively on tour, like let's say we had a couple weeks between tour, let's say one of the guys missed out on going with the 12-man team to wherever it was, those guys would would have the option to go up and train and play with the MLR squad. Um, So I loved it, a chance to play some more rugby. Yeah, for uh, sure. I just jumped on it, had a great time the first season. And then from there, I was offered a contract for the next season uh, with the Legion full-time. It's a World Cup year, so easy choice for me to switch yeah. to 15s and had an awesome season with them. Just fell short in the final, but learned a lot in the way and was really excited yeah. with the growth in the league.
1: Sweet. Um, is there, I don't know, was there a couple guys that come, like, just off the top of your head that, that kind of stuck out to you with your playing days with the Legion? I know just based off the season you guys had last year was just such a such a, just a tight group. It seemed like a lot of really good players, so.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, some big foreign guys came over, guys with a lot of experience. So Uh Patty Ryan is one of them, Joe Peterson, um, JP Duplessis and I got very close. Yeah. And they shared a lot of their their experience, which is good for an American player who hasn't had that same, you know, international exposure to kind of hear from those guys who've done it all. Um, And then on top of that, my roommates, Saul Mouching and Nate Sylvia, both great players, both local products. Um, I'm looking forward to playing those guys with
1: me. Yeah, that's what I was gonna to. ask. Being being there both in the Western Conference, is those two games ones you've got circled on the on the calendar already? <laughs> See some buddies? Yeah, I don't want to focus too much on
0: any one team or on on any specific you know encounter, but yeah, I think there'll be some
1: emotion there and you know definitely For sure. some some smiles shared after the match. Yeah, that'll be a fun one to watch. Mm-hmm. Cool. So I guess just kind of getting into some more stuff about you. Do, is there you have a favorite rugby memory? One that comes to the top of your head? Would that be playing in high school or um, with anything with USA, some, some like that?
0: Yeah, I think um, I think my favorite one's probably during my last year at Cal. Actually, we we played BYU at BYU for the national championship. Oh yeah. Um, and the lead up to that, and this is kind of the reason why I took the extra semester, was because we lost to them three times in a row in the final. Oh. Like the first one, I played as a sophomore, and we lost on a drop kick last minute. Oh. So, pretty heartbreaking. Um, but a lot of my closest friends and I, we were, we were dead set on on getting that win. Um, and so the feeling after that match, when we, we ended up coming out on top, played a really comprehensive performance. A lot of guys put their bodies on the line. Um, the feeling after that was was pretty special. Uh, I
1: saw my dad crying for the first time. He we was so happy. Oh, so man. That was pretty cool. That's um, some deep stuff. Yeah, that was a nice one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, c- can you believe that the season starts in ten days? It's come so quick. Like, how how ready are you guys to play some some real matches here? Ready for preseason to be done? Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, no, I'm I'm really excited. It's been um you know we've had a grinder over preseason. We've really hammered the guys into shape, and I think we're all really really looking forward to getting out there and going live for the first time. Obviously preseason games are one thing, but when it actually counts, you know that's that's something else. So. Really excited for Houston week one and then for the Vegas weekend week two. That should be a good start to the season.
1: Yeah, for sure. So I had Chad uh golf on last week and he was talking particular specifically about how well he thought the forward pack's been doing. He said he didn't really know about the back line. So then I got a back on. Uh, well, what's what's the back line been like through preseason? How, how have you guys gotten along? What, what's what's kind of the feeling around that that group heading into the first match here in two weeks? That's funny
0: because Chad Goff thinks he's a back line player. He's always taking drop kicks in training. But,
1: That's um, funny. Uh, yeah, you got to make sure he listens to this then. Yeah,
0: put him on next. Um, yeah. Back line's been great. We have a lot of uh, a lot of experience there at the Malifra especially has been a great voice for us um but yeah talent across the board really starting to gel and then steve steve's been a great coach for us great great resource obviously he's played at the highest level and he brings a lot of knowledge to to what we're doing so looking forward to putting that into a comprehensive performance
1: yeah i'm looking forward to seeing it too so all right last one here close with kind of a fun one so for for those that don't know, you you and Luke are roommates, right? You yeah. and Luke White? Yeah. All right, so it's Friday night. You guys have Saturday off. You don't have anything going on. What are you guys doing? Are you going out? Are you getting on the sticks, playing some video games? you watching a movie, sleeping? What are you guys doing? What's well, a Friday night at Casa de Boyer and White look like?
0: <laughs> um, if you know Luke White, then sleep's probably top of the list for him, but... <laughs> He also got a pair of drums he likes to he likes to bang on those once in a while oh so. see i didn't know that yeah he's a, he's a big drummer so. <laughs> i play a little guitar so i'll play along with okay. him and we'll have a good time but typically he'll order some takeout we like some we like some thai food or, okay. at our place um yeah pretty quiet chilled out neither of us is too too exuberant on a friday night you yeah know, we're, we're all pretty tired from the bronco we just ran so yeah fitness test but yeah pretty standard pretty low key
1: awesome yeah you have to might contract you guys out to play a halftime show or something <laughs> if you if you few times so all right um well that's all i have nick thank you so much for your time man i really appreciate it cheers golden good talking to you all right i hope you guys enjoyed that conversation with nick um i know i enjoyed getting to know him i enjoyed hearing about all the places he's played rugby he's played a lot of super high level rugby so i, I enjoyed hearing all that Big thank you to Nick for taking the time out of his day to come sit down and chat with us. I'm looking forward to catching up with him as the season goes on, Um, and I hope you guys are too. So I just want to give a quick shout-out. Thank you to everyone who's been listening, sending in questions, and following along with all our written coverage. I'll have a few more Rugby 101 pieces up this week. Um, I know last week I put together a a scoring guide, so hopefully that was helpful. I put some videos in of some instances of those – those ways to score that have happened in MLR over the last two seasons. So hopefully by reading it and then seeing a video of it, you guys get a little bit better idea how to score, what goes into the strategies um, that these teams employ to score those points. And then when you come out to Infinity Park to catch a match or you watch a match on TV or on the stream or something, you will – um, you' get a little, you'll just understand a little bit better of, of what's kind of going through their mind and why they doing, they're doing the things that they're doing. So again, thank you to everybody who's been listening, downloading, sending in questions. Keep sending those questions in. Um, we'll record another mailbag next week. And next week we'll also um, be a little bit different just because we'll get into the swing of the regular season. so hopefully that'll mean better coverage for you. Uh, more more of a concrete schedule. I know it's been kind of weird with the preseason just because MLR does uh, their preseason so differently. Um, but yeah, next week, uh, Raptors will be taking on the Houston Sabercats on February 8th. So I'll be sure to bring you everything you need to know about the Houston Sabercats. Uh, kind of working for MLR the last two seasons, I've had a chance to get to know a lot of those guys on that team. So I've seen the additions that they've made. They also finished the season really strong last year. If I'm not mistaken, it was a five or six match winning streak to end the year. But I'll bring you everything you need to know to get ready for the Raptors' first match of the season. So keep it locked right here. Um, You follow us on Twitter, at Raptors. You can follow me, at Colton Strickler. I'll be bringing you all the information you need to know. Keep sending in questions to both those accounts, and we'll be sure to answer them. Um, I've had a lot of fun reading your questions answering your questions to the best of my ability um and i'm looking forward to keeping it rolling throughout the season because this thing is really just getting started so keep keep it locked here keep reading keep listening um i appreciate all that support so far and so thank you for listening hope you enjoyed the conversation with nick today um, hope you had a great day and i hope you had a great day